Hi, this is Dr. Randolph Shippon with American Unity Radio, a project of my sister Suzanne, Debbie, and me. Uh, we are talking about what unites us, not divides us as families, as neighbors, as countrymen, as countrywomen, as country other, as whatever, as, as people in America. And as people in America, we all need to reclaim our ability to communicate in a civil way. That's never going to happen with a divided media or divided politics. So let's decide on what we all want and come together and do that. This is politically independent, but I prefer to call it interdependent because we all need each other. So welcome to the podcast. Can't wait to talk to you. Be our guest and we'll sing some songs. This is Dr. Randolph Shippon from American Unity Radio, and I am coming to you with a nonpartisan podcast today of the purple people. That's what happens when you combine red, white, and blue. You get purple people, and purple people are all of us. See, we're not Democrats. We're not Republicans. We're not whatever you want to label us. We're all people, and we're all purple. So I have a podcast for you today. I can't wait to share it with you. We have the insights of some other people on this podcast. Plus, we have a discussion about potheads, which is the main topic today. Are there good potheads? Are there bad potheads? Are there neutral potheads? Are potheads a problem in our society? Are they a good thing in our society? I think we need to have a purple consideration of the topic. So let's do it, America. The Podheads on American Unity Radio. Let's talk about it. There are good potheads and bad potheads. I've all said it's good or bad, it's bad or good. I don't know what it is. There are good things and there are bad things too. Dr. Randolph Shippon. I'm outside right now during a thunderstorm, and I'm thinking that it's uh, time to maybe sing a song for you, so I'm going to do it. 
Every option is terrible, it's true. I think I know that, don't you? What are we going to do? Every option's terrible, it's true. Everything that we're gonna do is fail. I don't want to weep and wail, but I think we better turn tail. Every option we think about will fail unless we come together as a country. A C O U N T R Y. I hope I spelled that right. We need to come together as a country. This is Dr. Shippon from AmericanUnityRadio.com. I'm here with my sisters, Debbie and Suzanne, and we are a musical family and the founders of the band The Avenging Angels, uh, which is actually a COVID band, if you want to look at it that way. My sisters and I have not made music together, uh, maybe ever, and so what we're going to do is we're going to start singing together and making whatever we come up with. Um, Suzanne is extremely musical, a composer. Debbie is extremely musical, also a composer. She released an album about anxiety, which is very beautiful. And, uh, well, geez, I've been a psychologist, and I don't know why, because I have some criticisms of the field. And... um, I am now looking to be a broadcaster, which is actually what my result is on um, a test. It's actually a work personality test called the self-directed search. So number one, for an SEA, which I am, which I always liked because it spells the word C, uh, is social, enterprising, and artistic. And none of those things says psychologist. Um, Actually, number seven on the list is psychologist, but number one for me is broadcaster, and so we decided to be true to ourselves, just like all the philosophers say, and uh, be us. Just be me, or as Wanda Sykes says, I'ma be me, right? So, I am going to tell you a story, and I will tell you that this story is a myth. It isn't true. Or is it? There is an idea in quantum thought that if you can imagine it, then somehow, somewhere, it's true. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a family myth. I'm telling you I made it up. But it feels true. And so here it is. I'm opening up my phone. I'm going to the family myth or lie that I just told my sisters, okay? Now, is it true? I don't know. I just wrote it. And that is why you cannot ever limit people's speech because you don't know if it's art or if it's truth. You don't know if it's journalism or if it's performance value. You never know because there's no such thing as objective truth ever in the universe. That is a post-deconstructivist idea, I know, but wrap your head around it, nothing's true. So here's the story that I just told my sisters. 
I want to tell you something and please write this down or save it. There is a type of angel called a fury. A fury was a special angel. It was an enforcer of God's law. It didn't have any feelings really, except rage. So when God designed the fury, he gave it a weapon, the truth. The thing was, the truth is too painful for the world. So he, meaning God, tempered it with mercy. So the Furies enforced God's laws among the humans, etc., until one day the Fury was seduced by a human who used love. Love was so much better than mercy. So they were in love. They had children. The children were the descendants of the angels, the Furies, and humans with love, and they populated the Middle East. And that is why there is an endless war between God's law and love. When the Nephilim settled the Middle East, they were divided into tribes, tribes of Arabs, tribes of Jews. And they literally have the blood of the angels in them, specifically the Furies. Love overwhelmed the Shippans, overwhelmed and anesthetized. But once the Nephilim were reminded of truth and justice, the actual weapons of the angels, they claimed back their angel fire. I'm claiming my birthright against injustice. Are you? That story was a myth. But it's true. Not because somebody told it to me or showed it to me by hand in some ancient scripture somewhere. They're just the whisperings of the universe that I've heard in my imagination. Is it satire or is it true? There's no difference according to quantum thought. Doesn't matter. I had recent occasion to unlock my fury. And it was clarifying because I saw through levels of BS in this world that I've never ever been able to break through before. And so I have something very important to tell you. You should be furious. Not furious break things, but furious at the indignity of being divided as Americans. See, the founders of our country were very, very philosophical people. A lot of them were master masons, which I am too. Benjamin Franklin, George Washington, master masons. People who understood that we had a duty to God to create a brotherhood here. Okay, a brotherhood because we weren't politically correct back then. All right? A brotherhood, because those that was the real politic of the time. It was that women were not the equals of men, which they should be now, and everybody should be everybody else's equals, but they were in the beginning stages of the idea, let's give them some credit. All right. So the men who assembled happened to be members of a fraternity, 
that was very deep in philosophy because they were the retired Knights Templar. And we call them Freemasons. And that's a big secret, isn't it? But not really, because it was already written in a book called Born and Blind. I suggest you read it. The whole idea of the separation of church and state in the United States of America is to never allow one type of thinking to tyrannize another type of thinking. And unfortunately, you Democrats, you Republicans, have all been tyrannized. Tyrannized in thought to believe that there is another side. George Washington, the founder of this country, no matter what happened with his slaves, sorry, not sorry. The founder of this country, who had slaves, which was wrong, the founder of this country understood that political parties would tear this country apart. And in his farewell address, which was written by none other than Alexander Hamilton. So go watch Hamilton. You'll see it's the truth. None other than Alexander Hamilton wrote George Washington's farewell address, which must have been so painful for Hamilton because he was in a war with Thomas Jefferson. And in this farewell address that Hamilton was told to pen for his commander, his general, his president, Washington, the man he loved more than anyone on earth, possibly more than his own family, Hamilton was forced to write that factions, which are political parties, by the way, factions should not be permitted. And it's in the farewell address. Look it up. Exercise your own brain a little bit. Please, because everybody's doing thinking for you in this world. Please don't take my word for it. Look it up. If you are on one side or the other side, you're on the wrong side. I don't care who you are. Maybe Joe Biden gets an exception. Everybody else should be an independent. Why? Because we all have to get along. Why? Because we have national enemies. Specifically, we have Vladimir Putin, KGB agent in the Kremlin. And... He's made it so that in Russian politics, he will rule until the end of his life. And even if he's not the president, he created a new uh, position, according to the news. Look it up. Don't take my word for it. That will allow him to govern the affairs of Russia in perpetuity. Why? He actually understands that tyranny allows you to have united um, people. He, he, it's not, it's not ideological for him. It's just business. Just like Trump's show said, remember The Apprentice? Did you love that show? I loved that show. I loved Trump. I even read the book by Kiyosaki and Trump. I loved him until he came down that elevator and said things that were kind of offensive. But then he started doing things that were just they just made it so clear that he was being outplayed by everybody. He's not fit for office, okay? He's a reality star, like I hope to be. 
He's not fit for command. He has no concept of what started this country. And everybody around him is doing face palms every time he talks. I mean, you can see it. Every time somebody needs to face palm, they can't. No, he, he's good for the country in that he shook things up. And that's about as much as you can say. Because now we might have the opportunity to recognize the real tyranny in this country, which is division. We're the United States of America, not the divided States of America. And our Constitution is supposed to protect us against division, but it's being twisted, it's being corrupted. There are no victims, there are no persecutors, there are no rescuers in our society. Period. Full stop. I don't own you. You don't own me. Ever. Even if I believe in what you believe in, I don't have to accept everything you believe in. Even if you believe in what I believe in, you don't have to accept everything I believe either. Because our Constitution says that you have freedom of thought which is the most important human right in the world. So stop worrying about offending each other, for Christ's sake, and stop being outraged, because your outrage is being used against you by the enemy of the United States, Vladimir Putin. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. Look it up. So, this myth that I told my sisters... It's because we had something happen in my family, and I won't mention what, that woke us up to the fact that love can anesthetize you against the approach of your enemy. It's actually one of the oldest tricks in the book. You show somebody love, and you groom them, and make them feel special and wanted and cared for, and then you kill them. It's like an old play if you read a book. It's in the Bible all the time. There's a, um, there's a woman in the Bible, look her up, don't take my word for it, called Yael, who is celebrated as a hero of the Jewish people for loving up a general. And then I believe she drove a spike through his head. I think he was a general. I don't know where it is in the book, the Bible, but I suggest we all start reading the Bible so we all share the same context for our stories. And we should also read the Quran, and we should also read the Vedas, and we should also read all the holy writs of every religion in the world, because every religion in the world, in a pluralistic society, has something to say about the truth. Duh. And I'm sorry if I'm exploding everybody's mind today around their prejudices, but I don't have any prejudices. Why? The world wants me to believe that I have prejudices against black people, seemingly, if I listen to professionals in my field. The problem with professionals is that they profess to know something, and they're usually wrong. You know that. You go to the doctor, right? Sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. I'm a professional, I don't know. I only profess to know what I'm talking about. I don't actually know what I'm talking about. Why? Because I'm a stupid human being, and I don't have angel fire in my veins. That's why I told the myth to my sisters, because you should want to have angel fire in your veins. And if you feel angry about something, maybe you feel angry about it for a really good reason. And maybe 
The Constitution of the United States was set up to protect your speech. First Amendment to the Constitution. The First Amendment, everyone. The First Amendment, everybody. I will read it to you. Here it is. It's really interesting. Here it is. I have it in an email that I just sent to my professional association. They're going to be crazy because there's like an ACLU thing I have to do with them. So, and, and it's just, it's just funny to me that I have to, like, sue psychologists, right? Like, why? Shouldn't psychologists understand that there's no such thing as a bad idea? There are only bad acts? Come on, you're called behavioral scientists for a reason. There's only bad acts, not bad ideas. That's why we can watch murder mysteries and think, oh, it's okay, I'm just entertaining myself. You didn't do it, you're just watching the show. I don't want to call anybody stupid, but I'm thinking it at them really hard. So here it is. The First Amendment to the United States Constitution. Amendment 1. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. Wow. Or prohibiting the free exercise thereof of your stupid religion. Wow. Or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press. Or the right of people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. The First Amendment to the Constitution of the United States is being ignored during COVID-19 and the race riots. I'm sorry, it's true. You have an unlimited right to free speech. You have an unlimited right to assembly. But your rights end where somebody else's rights begin. This is what libertarians know, and they're not terribly popular. I'm not a libertarian. I have a friend who is. He knows who he is. I hope he listens to this. Your rights end where my rights begin. Full stop because it's in the Constitution and you have an unlimited right to speech. So, we have to do away with some things that anesthetize us with love in this country. And one of those things is, I don't know, politeness. I come from the New York metropolitan area. We don't know what politeness is. Somebody says, hey, how you doing? You say, go fuck yourself. And it's the right thing to do. Because you don't know what that person wants, Smiley. You understand? Do you get it? Our country was founded by suspicious people who were suspicious of the intentions of others. Why? Well, you have to look at Freemasonry. Freemasonry was established to cover the trail of the Knights Templar as they escaped from the Catholic Church in Europe during the Inquisition. Why? Because the Knights Templar were wealthy people. See, don't vilify your wealthy. Your wealthy have interesting stories about how they got there, and it's usually because they did something incredible. Like try to protect the holy land from unholy people, except that was a lie. You know, they were manipulated into that. And maybe they felt bad about it. 
Maybe they felt bad for all the Saracens they put to the sword in the name of God. So they did a funny thing. The Catholic Church tried to burn everybody at the stake on Friday the 13th. Problem, by doing that, you made martyrs out of them. They tried to burn the Knights Templar at the stake. They succeeded in getting several, including the um, Grand Master of the Knights Templar. Because the Knights Hospitaller wanted the Knights Templar's land. And the church was like, good idea. The Knights Templar, they're too holy and powerful. They established the world's first banking system, international banking system, the Knights Templar. They had way too much money, way too much treasure, and most of all, way too much trust. They were literally holier than the church. So I think it was Pope Innocent V was like, they got to go. <laughs> Their moral authority is bigger than mine. I'm God's representative on earth. They got to go. You have to know your history, people. Know the history of this country. Know why it was founded as a secular nation. It's important. Because if it's not a secular nation, then you don't get to have your religion. Duh. Come on, wake up. This is why I can't be a psychologist anymore, because psychologists don't study history, usually. Only very few do. And the ones who do are usually vilified by their liberal peers, because the liberal peers are all about, ooh, feelings, love, love, love. I've seen enough of that in my family to know that it's toxic. Do you understand me? So I needed to tell the myth to my sisters about rage and angel fire to get them to understand that it's okay to be outraged and that love should not overwhelm rage, but that rage needs to be tempered with mercy, which means don't burn down the whole society because you're angry with the fire of God's wrath. Just get it to the point where they understand, ouch, shit. Was that angel fire? Did you just burn me with the truth? Yes, I did. Well, how did you do that? Well, I had to say something offensive because it wouldn't get your attention otherwise. Well, who taught you that? Actually, the president of the United States. <laughs> I know it sounds funny because he doesn't know me. But Donald Trump taught me that in order to move people, you have to get their attention somehow. And he's been doing it really well for a number of years, and he learned it from, like, the master. Well, he's had a few masters, if we're being honest. He's had Roy Cohn, and then he had, um, who's the guy that they just they want to put in jail or just put in jail? Roger Stone. And then the last master who he had was Mark Burnett, who directed The Apprentice, just like he directed other reality shows. Why? Trump understands the story is more important than the actual reality. He really gets it. He doesn't care what your intelligence report says. He only cares how it looks to the American people. Is this treachery? I don't really think so. I don't know if that's an indictable offense to care more about how it looks than how it actually is. I kind of think that's politics. 
So what we have to wake up to is there's no such thing in this country as a Republican. You weren't born with it. It doesn't hang off your body. There's no such thing as a Democrat. You weren't born with it. It doesn't hang off your body. And Dr. Karpman, a psychiatrist who wrote about psychodrama with Dr. Eric Burney, understood that there's no such thing in our society as a victim, a persecutor, or a rescuer, and you shouldn't want to be any of those things. You should just want to be an independent operator in this world. Because that's the truth. That ultimately, you govern your own mind, you govern your own thoughts, you govern your own behaviors, and that power unless you're in a protected class, that power is given by God, which is the one thing that Hamilton and Jefferson agreed on, which was that you have a, a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, whatever that is for you. And that's why this country has to be a secular country founded by a holy order of knights that is in disguise as a brotherhood of uh, a fraternity of charity givers. Come on, get real. The president of the United States, the first one, Benjamin Franklin, tons of others were Freemasons when this country was founded. You owe the Masons your country. Now, who else do you owe your country? Well, Chinese people who built the railroads, there are reparations due for the descendants of African slaves. Really, because they've been economically disadvantaged forever. Who else do you owe the country? Well, the list is going to get pretty long, but we're the like wealthiest country on earth. So get over yourself. Let's do it. Make everybody happy. Unify the country behind everybody being happy and move forward. Get rid of these Democrats and Republicans. It always bothered me that the Democrats, who I was the most sympathetic to, had demo in it, which looked like demon to me. I know it's supposed to be the people. And the Republicans, well, republics just represent you. They don't actually talk for you. Hmm. Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. So they're both wrong. You don't want to be consumed by love, and you don't want to be consumed by the law or the past. You want to be an independent thinker and have the flexibility to do what needs to be done this day and then that day. You know, one time my friend Sharon, may she rest in peace, introduced, um, introduced her husband to me. And he was this big motorcycle guy, like unbelievable, like he looked really tough. And um, I said, hey, my name's Wolf. What do you, what's your name? And he told me his name. And I was like, cool. I was like, oh, what do you do? And it's, this is the last time I ever asked this question in my life. What do you do? Because in the Northeast, what you do is like a value. Like if I know your job, then I know you. Nope, never true. So I said, what do you do? And he said, I do what needs to be done. And I I felt so stupid and humiliated for asking the question because I realized I was an entitled rich psychologist, maybe, and he probably, I don't know, put down 
porta potties or something. Like it didn't matter what he did. All that mattered to me was that his value would be summarized by his career. And I was, I felt like a total shithead. And then I grew up a little. And I realized that the man is probably a great philosopher. Because the truth is, all of us do what needs to be done, right? It doesn't matter what your job is. It doesn't matter what your politics is. It doesn't matter what your religion is. I recently had a criminal say to me, after he did something to me and my family, he said, I just want you to know I did what I had to do. Ooh. Even when you did something wrong, even when I did something wrong, I did what I had to do to survive. Ooh. Well, maybe we should read some philosophy books then because you shouldn't have to survive by hurting other people. Just tell the truth. I couldn't tell the truth because it was too vile. Nah, no, it wasn't. Tell the truth. Get it? Anyway, I'm very grateful to you for listening to this story about the truth, what it represents to me, possibly to my family, that we have angel fire in us called rage. And unless we're allowed to exercise our First Amendment rights to use speech however we want, we are not letting our angel fire out. And the Constitution of the United States is set up to protect us, and it was set up to protect us by a holy order of knights in disguise that understood that religion is tyranny, and so is the press. So nobody can tell the press what to do. Nobody can tell the people what to do, because everybody has a right to the contents of their own mind. And the problem with having two sides in this country is that it only benefits one person and he's over in Russia. So please get rid of your sides. Drop them. You might vote for a Democrat just to get the actor out of office. I understand. But drop your sides because your sides are stupid. And it's time to wake up to the tyranny of dividedness in this country and adopt a new thing. Adopt a new thing. So I'm here in an office and I have a ukulele. It's time for us to all get along. That's the point of this song. But don't tell me what I can say or not say. You'll never get away with that anyway. I know what the Constitution says to me. It says that my thoughts are free And I can say anything that I want And I won't call you a what? It's time for us to stop getting offended And taking sides It's time for us to have a revolution Will you go on the ride? The revolution is one of thought not war, at least I hope not. We have to become something of which I sing. A nation united by every 
everything. America is a place that shouldn't have politics. It should just have good people with ideas. Artists and musicians and more women making decisions. We should have national unity, yes it's true, but don't let anybody red, white, or blue take your ideas from you. You can be purple too. If you are purple, you're independent, and that's okay. In fact, it's the best. And you don't have to be like all the rest. Listen to a descendant of angels who has something to say. You don't want to be divided anyway. Don't be divided anyway. Maintain your freedom of speech. It is your God-given power to tell the truth. Thank you. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. Check out our next podcast on AmericanUnityRadio.com.